This is Stick to Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan. Welcome to the Stick to Sports Podcast, the podcast where our opinions are the only ones that matter. It's Noah. It's Logan. Logan, how's how's your weekend? How are you? How are you doing today? Doing good. How are you doing? Are you in shambles right now? There's a lot happening. Rough, I, rough uh, weekend for New Yorkers. Rough two hours for New Yorkers, I will say. Um, especially when you're a hating New Yorker like I am. Mm. Um, the Phillies made the World Series. The first half since 2009 where they lost to the New York Yankees, by the way. Wow. Um, One team. They, can't, they didn't have the Yankees, on the other hand, did not have a chance to <laughs> repeat that as uh, they got swept by the Astros. And again. I thought the Astros were cheaters. Look, I've 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 long removed any emotion from baseball because it's just so stupid to bet my uh, bet my soul on the Yankees. Um, so in terms of all the fan the fandoms I have, I always said the Yankees are probably the one I'm least invested in. Um, it still hurts, um, especially Shambles. the Mets and the Yankees lost. Neither of them care about their fans. Aaron Judge has played his last. Um, his hey, last, he's signing with the Pittsburgh Pirates this offseason. No, he's played his last game in a Yankees jersey, not his last game in New York, sadly. Um, oh, I think he's actually going to go to Pittsburgh. That would not be good for his career. Um, maybe the Angels. He could be the savior. No. Andrews um, doesn't need to be a savior right now. Um, I'll say he was supposed to be the savior for New York, and he uh, ended on a ground up. Uh, yeah, and then Brees Hall home runs. Hall also tell that to to Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman. Anyway, Brees Hall also towards ACL. Um, however, recent development: James Robinson, six sports legend. Both it's a six sports legend off. You know, I guess Brees Hall was a guy we were up on too. Um, James Robinson was traded to the New York Jets today, which wow, what a what a what a trade! Joe Douglas just Joe Douglas is wheeling and dealing, but we're not here to talk about the NFL or my failures as a fan. We're here to talk about college football, and we're here to talk about the game, one of the biggest games of the week, um, the Orange Bowl. Yes, Syracuse Clemson, Logan Cape Clubnick. Handed the ball off to lead Clemson to a 27-21 victory over Syracuse, 14th ranked Syracuse, I believe. Um, yeah. Clemson's defense held Syracuse to no points in the second half, and they were able to score 17 in the fourth quarter to help get Syracuse um, Clemson a top 25 win and push them further into an ACC conversation where I don't think anybody else could beat them. But what were your takeaways from this game, Logan? Well. On Clemson's side, Will Shipley had a really nice game. The defense played really well. But I think the big thing is that Duji Youngle had a really bad game, and he was benched. And Cade, Cade came in and, and led them to victory. Um, it's, but I liked um, – I got a chance to watch his post-game press conference and or a clip from it. And he was, he was very – Premature what he said. He was like, you know, we needed to win. And if me not playing, basically, if I'm not playing and Cade comes in, is that what we need to win? Then it's the team over me. So Dabo also said that he's still the starter. Yeah. Which is, 
Yeah. I think the right move. Um, oh, yeah, of course. They just kind of needed, a, needed a, a spark. And this was a bad game from DJ. Hopefully he can bounce back uh, on Syracuse's side. Sean Tucker was pleased with his performance. Yeah. Which is, you know, always a win. Always a win. Realized nearly enough in this game, which is crazy. He, there, there's a hero New York needs. <laughs> doesn't deserve. He only got the ball five times though, which is is not good. I think the uh, the coach did say like, there's no reason that should have happened. Well, do hand the ball off then, bro. But like you said, um, they Syracuse didn't score at all in the second half. So I don't know what happened. But whenever whenever Sean Tucker is pleased with his performance, um good day. I'm, good I'm day. also pleased with right. this, this game. And then obviously on the other side of the ball, um Will Shipley also had a really good game. Yeah, yeah. Will Shipley, I bet really? Sean Tucker was pleased. Will was displeased with uh Will Shipley's performance. And I'm not gonna this I would love this the old me would have been like, you know what? I was wrong about DJ Uyangale, yada yada yada. The old me would have been that. But you know, look, I turned my opinion on him around. And but I will say it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens towards the end of the season, especially because Clemson, they got the brunt of their schedule out. They played the ranked teams, they played ranked Wake Forest, they won, they played ranked. Florida State at the time. They won. They played ranked NC State at the time. They won. Yeah, they've had a, a crazy run. Uh, they're finally getting to their bye week, which is much needed. Um, but the QB situation is is a big concern. I don't think they'll have trouble here in the ACC at all. It's a very favorable schedule. But really? um, the, the quarterback situation is concerning when it comes to potential playoff berth if they do win the ACC. So that will be something to keep an eye on. But for now, uh, DJ still the starter. Something to also look at. They have one road game um, left on their schedule. Um, I think I think they take care of Miami. I think they take care of Louisville. South Carolina might be hard for them, but we'll see. But the one road game they have left is Notre Dame, and Notre Dame always plays Clemson hard. Um, they're, they're, who knows what happens there, but – I don't think there's anything right now at this point stopping Clemson from a college football playoff berth, in my opinion. No, I agree. Now let's let's move on to another game. Um, I put this up over the other the purple showdown um, because I thought that um, it kind of deserves a little more talk. Um, I mean, we talked about it a little bit earlier today, but the LSU Ole Miss game. Ole Miss goes out to a lead, and then LSU just comes roaring back. This is in Death Valley. Jaden Daniels, what a I said this last week. I said he has slowly been better, been better and better every single game. And he's become one of the most dynamic QBs right now in the nation and in the SEC. And it showed in this game. 21 to 28 for 248 yards, two touchdowns, 23 carries, 121 yards, and three touchdowns on the ground. LSU is six and two. And just like we said, after their loss to Florida State. They're fine, and they're continuing to be fine, and they're back in the top 25 race. I'm not saying that they're going to compete for an SEC West title or anything like that, but this is where you want LSU to be. And this, this, I mean, this record is a little ahead of schedule, but they're back in the, um, they're back in the rankings, and they're, they're a tough out. 
But they told me that uh, they told me Brian Kelly was a bad coach. Whoa, 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 Logan! That's what they told me. Why would they tell you that? That's because they overreact. I would love to know why they're overreacting because this. But yeah, yeah, I mean, me too. Jaden Daniels, um, now back to back games. Um, last week against Florida, he had a really nice game. I think he had, um, he had six total touchdowns in that game, and then in this game he had five. So he's had eleven touchdowns on the ground through the air in these two games. And he's really, he's really played well for LSU helping them get to this record. And, you know, yeah, they might be ahead of schedule, but this game against Alabama in, in two weeks, it is, a- it's for the top of the division. So it's a, it's a big game. And maybe a lot of people weren't, well, I wasn't, I expected them to be, fine but maybe some people weren't expecting them to be contending for the sec west this this early but i mean they're definitely playing well Ole miss um zach evans was out jackson dart mr able to replace matt corral according to you did not play well Um, it was was the jackson dart revenge game by the way was it yeah I didn't know he played at LSU. I thought he did. I, I, I couldn't at USC. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, I don't know. Who, I don't know. But who um, did. this offense completely fell apart. Actually, they just completely fell apart altogether in the second half. Um, their last their last possessions in the, the second half were punt, turnover on downs, punt, turnover on downs, end of game. That is how they ended the game. So their offense did nothing, and LSU was able to come back. They were down what, um, seventeen to not seventeen to ten. They were they, wasn't Ole up seventeen to three at one point. They were yeah seventeen and, to three. Can I say something real quick? So, um, Grant, it's a couple of bounces of the ball their way. This could have easily been a seven and one team right now. Um, yeah. outside of their, you know, absolute manhandling by um, Tennessee, right? This team, the neutral site loss against Florida, where Florida State, Florida State, I mean, where they could have done, Florida State did everything they can to lose that game. They handedly beat Mississippi State. They escaped in Auburn. They beat Florida. They handedly beat Ole Miss. This is going to be in Death Valley in two weeks. First off, they get the bye week, which is also huge. They're going to be in Death Valley against an Alabama team that is. If Jaden Daniels can play like this against Alabama, I mean, we saw what Hennon Hooker did. And you need you, you need a special QB to, to beat Bama. And if Jaden Daniels can do this, like 11 total touchdowns, 250-plus yards or higher in both these games, if he can do that, I think they have a shot. Um. So, and the, this the, this rush yeah. game, run game is extremely dynamic. Again, they have like three legitimate backs in Williams, Goodwin, and Kane. Like, I think they've had like four different people lead with the rushing attack this this year. And again, and Jane, that's besides Jaden Daniels, who's like really been really good this entire year. Yeah. So, 
on the Ole Miss side, this is their first real, like, like you had said earlier, like this, everyone knew that the end of their schedule would start getting tough. Yeah, especially- this, is, this is the meat of their schedule because they got Texas A&M, Bama, Arkansas, Mississippi State. Um, so that everyone's kind of fraudulent. I mean, they play who they play. They play who's on their schedule. So right. What do you, you can't really complain. But yeah. um, now they're they're starting. They get this stretch where they, I think, will be tested a lot, and we'll see if this is a team that was a legitimate top fifteen team, top ten team, or maybe is more of a an eight nine win team. Yeah, for sure. And now let's move on to the Purple People Eater Showdown. Mm. TCUK State. Max Duggan versus, I mean, did Adrian Martinez even play in this game? He, he got knocked out. In this game. Knocked out. As it's, uh, that should be every, every team's um every team's strategy. Knock the starter, starting QB out, and see what happens. Um, Will Howard couldn't get it done against a TCU team that rallied back from down 28-10 to win the game 38-28. Max Duggan. It has continuously been one of the better um, QBs in the Big Ten, Big Twelve. He had um, he was seventeen and twenty six for two hundred eighty yards and three touchdowns today. Um, Condre Miller was really good too. Um, he had two touchdowns and one hundred fifty three yards on the ground. Of Quentin Johnson, we 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 said he was going to be great. We said he was going to be great this year, and he has been. But TCU is now seven and zero. They're up top the Big Twelve. They've had wins over some good teams. They've had some um, But my question to you is, what's next for this TCU team? Because they've had wins over number eight, Oklahoma State. They Well, first off, this gauntlet that we were looking at, <laughs> like if you would have told me um, in week three, looking at the next four games, that they would have been undefeated at the end of it, I would have laughed in your face. They killed Oklahoma, granted, Dylan Gabriel didn't play. Killed Kansas, granted. Um, Kill Kansas, they beat my touchdown. They beat my touchdown, granted. Um, Jalen Daniels didn't really play. They killed Oklahoma State in double overtime. Obviously, with Spencer Sanders having a bum shoulder. Yes, and they beat Kansas State with um, AJ Martinez. Hey, Good. they play who they play. You're right. Uh, but that is the water, yeah. TCU has found ways to win, and Kansas State, um, another team that didn't do anything in the second half, literally just like Ole Miss, it was missed field goal interception downs, missed field goal interception to end this game. They didn't do anything either in the second half. I know they had a backup quarterback, but it was they were up twenty eight to seven. So, yeah. But they gonna get anything going in the second half? TCU capitalized. This is like the last week they had a comeback from a sizable margin. They do it again this week. Um, so they keep finding ways to win. Uh, Max Duggan continues to play really well for the Horn Frogs, and they're now the only Big Twelve team without a conference loss. That doesn't mean that. It can't 
they can't get any more. They that they, they can't be tested. They're playing no. a team on the road who's desperate. They're playing a Texas Tech team that has shown that they can beat big competition. They also play a Texas team on the road as well. You can go see that game for five dollars. <laughs> um, but still, TCU controls their own destiny at this point. Yeah. It's so fun. I think these these conferences are just turning to be so great. And let, let's move on to another conference, gigantic conference game that still shows that any team has um, a say in the race. These conferences with no divisions are turning out to be like the most exciting. Yeah, this year. divisions suck. UCLA, Oregon, Logan, number 10. Oregon against number nine, UCLA. Logan, I thought they said Oregon was done. It's because they overreacted week one instead of just making observations. I thought they said um, Bo Nix can get it done. You know, Bo Nix, um, it's amazing what a change of scenery can do for a player. Yeah, for it's, sure. It really is because he had in himself quite the game, five touchdowns through the air. And this Oregon rushing attack was was really good too. And they, I know, I know you're going to like this. I don't know if you've seen it, but they had like, uh, what was it? There's an, oh, yeah. 15 play 82 yard drive that took seven and a half minutes off the clock. I love that. I know you love that. So um, that pretty much iced the game. In my opinion, that was right after like they were already up 31 16, but going into the second half, uh, but that kind of just sealed the deal and destroyed any hope that UCLA might've had. Um, but Oregon just kind of dominated UCLA from the jump. Uh, again, going in half, 31-13, ran the ball over them. Bo Nix was having himself a day. Well, so, Logan, do you want to know how um, what Bo Nix's stats since the uh, since the Georgia game? Like 17 touchdowns, three picks or something like that? 17 touchdowns, one pick, okay, and eight touchdowns on the ground. It's Oregon was always a victim of overranking and people thinking they were something they weren't. But like Georgia is on a whole other level. This is still a team that can win the Pac-12. Yeah, and speaking of the Pac-12, the Pac-12. Well, first off, UCLA. This loss does not mean that they're out of it. It's it's actually it makes it even more of a of a shit show going into the next um into the next few weeks. And I think it's going to be a very, this is one of those the conferences that it's going to come down to like the last, um, the last day, you know, like hence same with the um, divisions. Cause right now at the top of the conference, you have Oregon. Yeah. And Oregon's really in the driver's seat. Yeah. They, they, got, go- they got, they got Cal, Colorado, Oregon state, um, Washington, which I think are all pretty winnable games. The only tough test is Utah, but they get them at, in Eugene, so they kind of control their own destiny here. But UCLA is only has one loss. They do have to play USC, but that's well, in as at home. So you and Utah's not even out of it too. No, Utah's not out of it because they got they can if they beat Oregon and they win the rest of their games, you can put and everyone will be at one loss. So and then USC obviously is still here too, and they can. Also, just as easily, um, 
be in the Pac-12 championship. So no one's no one's really out of it yet. I I don't want people to people that's looking at Oregon State as a as a gimme. Oregon State is not a gimme. No, no, Oregon State is, is we we have always like thought Oregon State was no Pac-12 game is a gimme to be honest with you, except for Colorado. The Pac-12 has seven teams with five or more wins. That's actually oh, that's crazy. The only gimme is Colorado. Colorado is a gimme. And then obviously we talked about the Big 12. The Big 12 is also another conference that's just like what's gonna happen? Like TCU, OK State, and K State, you know, Kansas State could all play. Texas, Texas after that loss really messed them up, but they could still shake some things up. TCU still has to play them. Yeah. Um, Quinn Ewers had a terrible game. Quinn Ewers, and actually, let's go to that game right now. He was pretty bad. Quinn Ewers looks like, and people are saying, like, oh, yada, yada, yada. You have to remember he's still, he's like a freshman, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, yeah, but you, Quinn Ewers was the guy. Yeah, you know? so, um, and turnover, not turnovers, uh, penalties is 14 to zero. Yeah, uh, that's not good. Not uh, Oklahoma State got a much needed win. Spencer Sanders had a better game, considering last week he had a bum shoulder and couldn't really play. So, this oh, is a much needed, much needed win for OK State, who First have Kansas time. State next week. OK State plays Kansas State next week. It's going to yeah, be another First off, Quinn Ewers, 19-49. Yeah. yeah, I told you. He played like shit. He, yeah. had, a terrible, he had a terrible game. John Robinson's still great, though. He went, He did have a good game. But it's... There's a lot of good games. Like, a, a yeah. ton of... I mean, it's, Ohio State curb-stomped Iowa. Uh, Tennessee curb-stomped UT Martin. You saw um, Alabama... Just, they didn't play their best game, to be honest with you, against Mississippi State. Bryce Young um, was good, but, like, they couldn't run the ball. They didn't really do a lot. I thought they would have won by more. Yeah. But um, that happened. Like, not. Yeah. You know, Penn State. Penn State, whiteout. Sean for a big ten, 10 player of the week, apparently. He mean people booed him as his name was announced. I, I don't know what so I saw someone say that if um if Penn State doesn't win against Ohio State, right? Like if Penn State goes and gets their blows blows but doors blown off. Right, which they probably will. They probably will, and it's Sean Clifford plays terribly. There will be no reason to not start Drew Aller for the Drew Aller for the rest of the season. I mean, Sean usually does play well against Ohio State. Yes. So that's like, I don't know, but Sean did play really. I I thought he played well. He did have a terrible pick, but you know, I thought he. Other than that, he. He had a nice bounce back game after last week's not really his fault, but last week's terrible game. Kansas beat got lost again to Baylor. So that's terrible. So sad. Rutgers beat Indiana. Duke beat Miami. Nothing Indiana else. suffered their seven hundredth loss as a football team. That's that's the most that's happened. Oh, Duke, Miami. 
Yeah. I had told- eight turnovers. Jesus Christ. Um, I think, you remember when they beat, um, who'd they beat? They were like, oh, this team. Was no it eight? They didn't beat anyone. Oh, no, it's because people, people were overrating them because they put 70 on Bethune Cookman, I think. Right. And Duke, uh, yeah, granted, um, Tyler Van Dyke got hurt. But eight turnovers, like what? It's terrible. Um, anything, anything else exciting? The answer, no. Weapon? The answer, no. Nothing else exciting. Yeah. I mean, let's let's quickly look at it. We looked ahead to a couple. Um, before we get to the poll, we looked at to a couple um Big Twelve games and whatnot. Um, this, yeah. and obviously you have a couple, a couple under the radar games. Let's let's look at next week, right? Big big game to start. OSU at Penn State. It's a really big game. It's going to be a big game in terms of the margin of victory. That's but, what I thought. Yeah. Um. Uh, again, you have Notre Dame at Syracuse as well. Oh, I didn't realize I was at Syracuse. Oof. Mm. I'm thinking of Clemson. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, nothing really else. OK State plays Kansas State. Yeah, that's a big game. Um, Kentucky, Tennessee. I think Kentucky beat Tennessee last year. I might be wrong. I don't, I don't remember. Um, you got Texas A&M Ole Miss, which should be a tough, a tough game for both of them. Michigan, Michigan State. Um, to see if Michigan can get the monkey off their back and beat them after last year. You have not really, there's some good games. It's not like it's not crazy. Nothing. I don't week, week ten. Week ten has some has some nice games, but we'll talk crazy. about that later. Uh, let, let's talk about them. Um, let's talk about the rankings real quick. Any um before we move into updating our tier list, right? Yep. So there wasn't a lot of surprises, I think. First off, the no. top stayed the same. Um, yeah. Go up or down. Michigan's still four. Tennessee's three. Um, I think, did Tennessee have a bye week this week? Ten, no. Well, I mean, if you count UT Martin as a bye week, so yeah. Um, Georgia and Ohio State, they stay the same. Um, I don't expect much shaking up after this week either. Um, I, I do, if Ohio State, even if they kill Penn State, I don't think, I think they say it too. Um, TCU, they go up one spot to seven. Oregon goes up only two, which is interesting. Um, I would have thought that they jumped TCU, to be honest. Okay, State. TCU's undefeated. I know. Okay, State moves into the top 10. So does USC. And Wake Forest. Wake Forest is 11. They're tied. They're tied. That's. Weird. UCLA only drops three spots. That's interesting. I thought they would have been a lot more, a lot harder on UCLA. Um, they well, they were pretty hard on Ole Miss, who drops eight spots. They were hard on Ole Miss. Um, Penn State goes up three. I think that was pretty expected. Um, Syracuse only drops two. Illinois there. Welcome back, LSU. And we're going to talk about you in the in the in our uh, in our tier list. But welcome back to the rankings. You're probably. It was Kentucky, yeah. Oh, Kentucky's Kentucky. back. Oh, yeah. Wait, no. They just stayed where they were. 
Oh yeah, sorry. Um, South Carolina is in the rankings back for for what they'll probably be. Someone, so it sucks that either Cincinnati or Tulane is going to be out of the top twenty-five by January. Uh, North Carolina, I forgot North Carolina was ranked to be honest. Um, and then NC State drops to twenty-four. Who did they lose to? They didn't play. Oh, um, and then South Carolina enters. Receiving votes, Texas is still receiving votes. Liberty after beating BYU. Yeah, but like look at the drop off. It goes from one hundred and thirteen votes to thirty-eight. Like, there's not really. I feel like. Down here at the bottom, they're kind of just like, I have no idea who to put. <laughs> That's why, like, I don't think we saw a lot of movement. I miss Arkansas. Remember when Arkansas was top 10? The fall off has been great. They'll be back. Just you wait. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Let's talk about our Taylor, shall we? Logan, last week, we put our pre-week eight. Pre-week eight tier list natty contenders do we still have any natty contenders we had georgia ohio state and alabama is there anybody else you'd like to add to that list no no i think it stays the same playoff caliber teams okay is there anybody you want to add move up to this list hold on i have to i'm pulling it up now for some reason, Twitter is making my computer blow up. That's uh, as it should, because Twitter is a great app. It's so hard to run. It's very, very, very uh, hard. Sean Tucker is pleased with his performance. <laughs> anyway, um, do I, anyone I want to add to this? TCU. You want to put TCU as a playoff caliber team? No, I don't know. Because, like, no, I'll just leave them where they are. I would like to move someone in. You can move someone in. To playoff caliber teams. Who would you like to move in? To move in the eventual winner of the Big 12. Oh, okay. Oh, you just said it. Okay, State. Okay, State. Do you agree with yeah. me? The same team that lost to TCU? Yeah. Uh, no. Why no. is Twitter my computer? So, what do you what do you think about K State? What do you what is what do you think? You think they're still just gonna be top twenty-five? Oh, well, let's see how they do next week. All right. Oh miss. Um, is- are we leaving? Are we leaving all these Pac-12 teams in here? Well, we can't. We can't. So, in the playoff caliber teams. Yeah. We have to move one out. Why? No, actually, can we move one in? No. <laughs> um. Here's the thing. Oh, can we move K State into top twenty-five team in January? Because I think they've played the brunt of their schedule, right? Uh, no. <laughs> they play OK State in Texas next the next two weeks. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Just five spots. I think that Syracuse will be a top twenty-five team in January. I also think so too. So I'm going to move them in. I think Texas should move down to fifty-fifty. 
Yep. I think we had three in that tier anyway. I think Illinois top twenty five team in January. No. Keep them there. Mississippi State has to go down to frauds because they lost. <laughs> so um I think Penn State will be a top twenty five team in January. Cause let's assume they lose to uh Ohio State. But when the rest of their games, I think they'll still be up there. So right. I would say they would be a 55 um, I mean top twenty five team. Syracuse would be a top twenty five team. Um Ole Miss is interesting. Ole Miss is interesting. Because that's what I'm saying. It's like every game that they have is a, is a, is a coin flip. Or like not coin flip. Oh, it's not like, the game. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to win or not. So I don't know. Maybe move them down. Move down. I'm going to move Kentucky down too. I know Kentucky didn't even play this week. Kentucky yeah. gets paid. But but like they play Tennessee and Georgia and they oh. already have two losses. Yeah, another like I can see them winning the games they're supposed to win, and I can see them losing the games they're supposed to lose, which means they would be um they would be eight and four. Is that a top twenty five team? I don't know. Not in so, this. Texas, too high on them last week. Put them back down at 50-50. Um, so yeah, South Carolina yeah. stay. South Carolina is there. I, no. Because the they, they still have – they have th- – like they play Missouri and Vandy, so maybe they'll win both those games. But then they have Florida, Tennessee – and Clemson to end the season. So, North, has North Carolina played everyone yet? North Carolina. North Carolina was on bye. But who have they put? Do they have any tough matchups coming up? Um, they have Pitt, Virginia, Wake, Georgia Tech, NC State. So I think. NC State is – I'm glad they're in the front. Yeah, I'm glad they straight through that. They've only played – do you know they've only played three conference games? Really? Yeah. And Clemson has played six. <laughs> like, yeah. get the hell out of here. Oh. That's bad. I don't know if the three teams. So what? So what I've decided. Um, Ole Miss is back down. Is down a 50-50 game. So is Texas. So is Kentucky. And then Syracuse and Penn State are moving up, and Mississippi State is just is they dropping out or are they just gonna go to frauds? They're going to frauds. Okay, because yeah, Texas should be should they be a fraud? No, 50-50, because they can win. I think they can win any game. Yeah. So, is this – so, again, we have three packed 12 teams in the playoff caliber, which is crazy. That's fine. That's fine. We don't really – we can't really – I can't make a definitive statement right now. I honestly – TCU and Oklahoma State, I can't really make a definitive statement on them either. Yeah. So, and I, yeah we'll see. Not, I, not a lot of movement, but uh, – 
Yeah, this is this is I'm okay with this. Yeah, this this tier list will look not next week, but week 10 look drastically different. Oh no, week 10 is gonna be because week 10 we have some yeah, some juicy matchups in the SEC. Oh, a hundred percent. Logan. If Michael Jordan, real quick, Michael Jordan, follow us on Stick to Sports on Spotify, and subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Stick to Sports, and same thing on TikTok. You can follow both of us on Twitter at Logan Borky and Noah underscore Deesh. Well, this has been the Six Sports Podcast, where our opinions are the only ones that matter. It was Noah. It was Logan. Anyway. This now? <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for listening. Just thank thank you for listening. This is Six Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan. <laughs>